Zelina Carp, anchor with me, Shield Beast. First, I'd like to say sleep in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Aramis, the world has truly sustained a significant loss, but nothing is like the enormity of what this loss has done to his own family and those closest to him. And I send my condolences to all of them and um, prayers. You know, post-traumatic stress disorder is very real. You know, and I want to send a shout out as well to Chaotic from Love and Hip Hop because it is so important. Even if we, when we can't go and we can't get the system to come and assist us when we are emotionally depressed, emotionally anxious, if the system cannot, that if the system that places itself intact, supposedly, to be able to uh, aid in these problems, to be able to prosecute, judge, give an opinion in instances when people are suffering human emotions. It needs to be so comprehensive that it understands what and when emotions are taking place and why. If there's no cohesiveness, then it's almost as if, you know, it's almost as if you're just being placed in a trap to be harmed so that these people who have a job to benefit from your harm and depravity stays employed. And so who, who does trauma and deaths benefit? Who, who is our grief benefiting at the expense of us? And not only the emotional drain, the stress that is associated with it, we know stress kills. It's not just an emotional thing because eventually, psychologically, you will break down from those effects physically. Even when you are speaking to people, you may become incoherent. It's nothing to do with drugs. But so often we have such a stereotypical system, uh, discriminatory system. It is so made biasly that it focuses on anything that can be negative. But then I was thinking about that. Perhaps the reason why such a group has designed itself in a appearance like to appear as something that is actually not. It is just a, to appear lawful, but it's not lawful at, at all. It doesn't have any intent to be. And when is there an officer there with all the cameras and all the monitoring in this 2019 day? When have they ever just given justice? When have we not wasted taxpayers' dollars for trials and court proceedings? No, we really don't need because that provides a bond for a judge and a DA and ADA and this whole entire system benefits from the deaths of your loved ones and from this person becoming incarcerated. Whether they're a CI, a snitch, or working for the police or not. Just a super person who committed to just a crime all on their own, not because they're gonna get anything out of it. Nothing. But here we have a pattern of behavior taking place. Because see, we, we were telling people that you got to get out of the ghetto and you got to get out of the hood and you have to make things better for yourself. And you have these people who go to college, you're, even your own people, and they are totally guilty for this. And you are and telling people lies because you know very well that even if you go and make better for yourself, even if you go and acquire riches and wealth and you have love and you are living in the right lane, it does not prevent or stop a sadistic hater Jealous, envious, traitor, or a system, or a person, a part of it, from hurting you. Doesn't stop that. Doesn't save your life. We are consistently seeing that it is not saving a life. It is benefiting, monetarily benefiting from it. Promotionally benefiting, publicity stunts up the rear. But we are not paid for all that footage and all that entertainment that they are getting from our grievances. I have a problem with that. A person isn't going to meet the police department. I've been through this so many times myself. And to make change for their community and then something happens to them the day before. They, not just something, but they are even murdered the day before they are scheduled to meet with law enforcement. There's no law enforcement protecting them. There's no law enforcement keeping an eye on them. Law enforcement is very aware of the meeting. It's documented. It's in the database. For anyone and everyone who is hater, just like the police in New York, who put a hit out on another rapper 
for no reason. Pure hatred and jealousy. Oh, you were able to make it out your way, but I can't make it the way you have because I don't have the talent. I don't have the capacity that you have. But this what I have. My superiority and authority is being police officers and this isn't good enough for me. I just need your life to make my life feel better. And we're constantly seeing that culture. It's in every domain. Even doctors are not even upholding their oaths. Nurses either. Come on. We're taking a Florence Nightingale. She raped her patients. And so we're consistently seeing a system that is almost as if we, what we're witnessing with this administration, with Congress right now, a distortion, almost like a flip. You know, just like the President Select said, everything you're hearing isn't what you're hearing, and what you're seeing isn't really what you're seeing. But people, what you feel, are you really feeling what you're feeling? Or are those feelings unrealistic as well? Oh, at least how long could you pretend that they are unreal for the sake of someone else? And I think that's what's happening, too. We are being programmed and conditioned to feel the way and to behave and react the way someone else wants it to. Manipulation. A man can come and shake a man's hands. Grab a burger and come right back and shoot the person. Stop, shoot the person. Other people stop and shoot again. But what's more interesting to me is that bullet in the back of the head. Because you were facing him. So to me, it was an assassination, a hit. Because someone wanted to stop someone from having a meeting and someone wanted to stop someone from being heard and someone wanted to stop someone from making any more change, effecting any more change than they already had because they seen that this person had power. That was unknown to them. And see, a hater and a true terrorist and your abuser, or a person who was so delusional to believe they was your master, could never see such that grand greatness in you because he has stripped you of that full identity. So the moment you come out of that dark blackness, oh, he's waiting for you with someone that looks like you. And so now we go to the young man who has partaken in an assassination hit against a man. We're consistently seeing this amongst our people and it's becoming an excuse of why we are uh, burying our loved ones. An excuse of acceptance. Well, they're killing their people in their communities too, in high numbers. They're killing their family members, okay? And so we can't go to start to demographically play that little point the finger game because there's just too much history here, geographically, okay? So it's unconducive to any progress and change. And what we are seeing from a justice, a judicial level, is that there is a total interference and infringement, a denial of rights occurring here. Person don't just die before meeting with law enforcement. And a person that's really not motivated, has really no motivation to really take a life from a person that's not really gaining anything from it, really doesn't have a motive. But perhaps someone offering him a deal, someone who has something for him, perhaps, an opportunity, not offered elsewhere. And so still, I don't see how that person will end up with an O.J. Simpson attorney, okay, in 2019, and this is a broke person, and what will make that attorney want to go and volunteer or donate his services, or who funding him? I would like to know who, who funded Christopher Darton. We'd like to know after 24 years, what brought you out to come in to defend this defendant? When clearly we know he is guilty. This isn't a matter about if the glove fit or not. He didn't wear one. Cameras speak for themselves, and so now we're going to play a game, an imagery game with people's minds. Aren't people being subjected to enough mind trauma, mental anguish by a sister perpetrating too many frauds on it? And so, how does Josie Smollett make a lie? 
get a bail, fine, an arrest, a strip search, and 16 counts. But this man can go and kill an idol and get three counts from which will be dropped down. What, to manslaughter? When do the people who are really responsible for being behind these deaths of our civil rights activists and leaders, when are they going to be held responsible? I don't see how they ever could be held responsible by a system that keeps enabling them and their behavior. Under the color of law, protecting unlawful behavior. This man didn't have the fortunate of even a security guard or bodyguard being there to protect him. It almost seems to me a complete setup that no one would be there in that moment for a person to just gun you down before you have a meeting the next day with law enforcement. Yeah, okay. He walked up, shook his hand, got a burger, walked back, shot him, stop, shot him again, shot others, stop, shot again. Why? How? Who knew? Nobody was there to protect Nipsey, no guns. Because the system sets it that way. Why is it that a person can be a professional public figure? You know already that their life can be at risk. They should automatically be given the self-authority and legal authority, the Second Amendment guarantees, to be able to protect themselves and their family and the property that they have acquired. But the system says, oh, no, 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 we want, we want in, we want, we want to collect here, 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 we want to collect everywhere. We're not going to give you any protection of your life because, you know, we benefit and we get to collect there, 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 there in the event something happens to you anyway. So we're just not going to tell you that. We're going to leave you out there on the fucking limb. I mean, when does the chicanery stop? When, when, when are, are you done being so humbled by being bamboozled? by a system and people and peers that are going to continue to treat you as inhumane and less than a dog and a cat. How? Diversity. Diversity. It is so important to be able to have people that accept you that recognize your identity and that stay and give you the space that you need to develop you. No one wants to always be in, in fear of the pain of death, always hanging over their head. And you know, that's a violation of the law. And what we have is a whole bunch of people, a body of government that does not know the law. These people have been freestyling the law for so long, freestyling the law for so long that they don't even know what the law is. They're just going amongst themselves, ratifying it amongst a group and a class of people. There are millions of people in the world, thousands of nations in the world. It is absurdly delusional to continue to allow a delusional set of people that cannot just uphold their end of the bargain, the agreement. You can't keep nobody safe. Stop acting like and pretending like you're gonna, you have a structure here that protects people or keeps anybody safe because you don't. You have a structure here that's guaranteeing deaths and imprisonment, incarceration and enslavement of debts and taxations. That is exactly what we have a structure of a system designed by forefathers of rapists, mutilators, murderers and thieves. Here you have a person who worked on conflict prevention, a person who went from giving back to your community, you know, implementing human sustainable and inclusive development to projects amongst your own in your community and for your community. You know, the private people in society, employment opportunities, it's just ridiculous to see these people that are trying to do individual greatness to be consistently murdered. Gun down. And, you know, all the protesting, all the law changes, all the legislation is not going to stop the deaths by gunfire. The only thing that is going to make a difference at this point is for the United States to be honest and to recognize that every man has the natural right, the unalienable and the inalienable right to protect 
themselves and all the fear of people different than you and all of the jealousy and enviousness and all of the wanting to have a one-up of machinery against a human being? It's already terrorism because I'm already unarmed against you. You already got me defenseless while you're doing everything to intrude and exploit me and uh, have access to my life and have a gun to me coming from every direction all at the same time. Or just grab some bum off the street and just offer him anything and this bum just does anything and takes life and freedom from people. can't be happening. It is just disgusting. There should be never any interference in a man's willingness to invest in social cohesiveness in his community and for him to enrich his community and his identity and for that never to be threatened. You know, it should be valued, not devalued, not confronted, not confined, not compromised. Reformful peace strategies are what we need right now. And that's what multi-diverse and multicultural individuals can bring to the table, to the system. Our experiences, our realities that can help facilitate the change that is necessary for all of us. We had a president encourage hate crimes and terror, assaults. We had a president-select on national TV, on the news, the media displayed it several times, that you can go on, be tough, go out there, hurt people, get, get, get his enemies, get anyone that's trying to do anything good for their own, but so many words. And don't you worry, because he's going to get the best attorney to represent you. I find it very odd. I find it very odd that a poor man ends up with one of O.J. Simpson's attorneys in 2019 and what resurrected that. I believe one of the only surviving attorneys on that case, the civil rights advocates and activists, human rights activists, they're not here. God bless their souls. Cochran Shapiro. We're both on that case. But one is living. One is not. One, no one thinks about is the consequences. Anchor with me. What, what happens in the lives of these women and these children when these men, these great kings are taken from their families, their communities, their loving woman, and their children. They are deprived of, they are deprived of life. They are deprived of quality of life because they can never get that loss back. They can never replace. See, the police will move on. Other rappers will move on. Everyone's life will move on. And those who love him, those feelings and memories will dwell on. Because it never really gets better. It gets easier to cope with, so you think, the more years or decades that pass by that you're living without your loved one. But you know what? When you lose a loved one, that's a love, that's a relationship. It's an individualness that cannot be replaced. It, it just cannot be replaced. And it's about time that self-authority is reinstilled. Because people need an opportunity to be able to save them, their own life. People need an opportunity to be able to be here to protect their family. And no judicial system, no police officer under, acting under the color of law should be trying to infringe upon that. People go to jail, they already served their time, all because the system wants to create or ratify new little laws to still hold on to them. It's not like it's really assisting in recidivism. People who are going to return back to prison, return back to prisons for the same reason that made them go there in the first place, economic reasons. Traumatic reasoning, sadistic reasoning. And so it does, we don't need to be holding a surveillance and spying on people. We say that's not really helping. What that does is allow a person who wants to uh, pry into your life, a person who wants something you have, access to you. And that in itself is an additional danger.
I think when people aren't really honest from the back, but you start to see them do unusual things like holographic images of a rapper in the front of a local police department after their community tribute was trampeded, you must consider what exactly is going on here. And we know there are too many people in our communities just like theirs that is willing to take some money from a system to hurt their own. That's why we was enslaved for so long. And so what I'm going to say to you people is stop shaking the hand of the devil. Don't open the door for the devil because he knocks. You do not have to extend a hand because he has extended one. And you should not let just anyone touch you. Gives you room and time so your hands are free for you to think about an intentional person. When our time comes, our time is here. Until then, we should be able to live our lives out, live our complete natural lives out, die naturally, not from all these environmental causes, not from governmental causes of death, not through their pharmaceuticals, not through their foods, not through everything the government has decided they're going to just confine us to. Just, just this option. This is just it. This is your option. It's right here. It's not freedom, people. It's not freedom. And when do you decide that for however long that your people are dying for freedom, that you can't be free and you won't be free? It's not something you're supposed to be fighting for. Especially not in this country. Not under these quote-unquote laws. All that would be unlawful behavior. Why isn't the system cohesive? See, I don't play games and act as if I am unaware of the behavior of a person just because of what their job is, just because of what they want me to believe, because I would be a stupid, dumb fool. Worse than being gullible and naive, conducting myself in that manner when they are children that depend on me. MLK was murdered. JFK was murdered. Malcolm X was murdered and Malcolm's son was murdered the moment he decided to change his life. And so we must consider, it seems that there is a systematic approach after annihilating the Black Panther Party the Black Republic in Congress, <laughs> the original colored Congress and Republican Party, criminalized, defiled, dehumanized, destroyed, almost erased from our current history. But see, that's why it's so important that we do know something about our history because without it, then we don't recognize these suspicious things that are taking place in our life. And how we can't always be so humbled by the terror we are enduring. How are you humble, humbled by that? How are you humbled by being horrified? Anchor with me. I don't see that. Think about it. Cameras show up on display after an ambush. Okay? After. God will rise. These things must stop when people are asserting noble, peaceful efforts for others less fortunate than them that can give them nothing back. Especially when other people have gone out of their way to try to get an opportunity from this person and that person also turns up dead. You have to start to consider what's going on here. But see, when all that is left in the hands of the system or probably the murderers themselves or the conspirators to the murderer or the higher of the murderer, you're never going to get an investigation. You're never going to know the truthfulness of anything. You're going to get their take on it because they're the ones writing the report. And so what I say to you is start to gather your 
intel, start to gather your information, make your interviews, do what we need to be doing and do that shit fierce. Because a man who continues to murder people, you know, trying to do it sporadically when it's happening way too often, we as a whole, as, a, as nations, as a society, in every country, on each continent, must start to pay attention to what the ultimate threat actually is. Anchor me until next time. Shield the Beast, Anchor FM Radio. Support, subscribe. And let's discuss. Depot or whatever, then, then all this shooting, you know, they, they, they did that shit or whatever, so everybody can say or whatever that the shit game related, but it, it's really, it's really not, it's really not game related, you feel me? Like, Hello, Jew, and that's what I like, like, I said the medicine really is in the candy, because even when you drop a ball, like, about Dr. Sebi. Yeah. Just that one thing, they killed Dr. Somebody go research him. Lady, you feel me? Like, everybody think that everybody, the one that said he can cure, he can cure AIDS. Dr. Sebi dies in police custody in Honduras. He got found dead or whatever. He killed him. Why do they kill all holistic doctors? Right. You aren't stopping that grind. Why do niggas get killed for hustling in front of a nigga's spot? Stopping the grind. And these niggas, they check is billions. You got niggas that get flip for a couple hundred thousand so you playing with some pharmaceutical money you know and what's crazy i'm, I'm working on doing a documentary on the trial of, in 1985 79 i think it was uh you were uh, uh you were in new york city with practicing medicine without a license now what were the, so the charge guilty. was practicing medicine without a license Doctor said. and claiming that you had a remedy to cure AIDS, cancer, and diabetes. So the question is, how did you win that case against what some people say are the toughest prosecutors in the land? In the land. Well... It was nineteen. It was nineteen eighty-seven. Eighty-seven, not seventy-nine. Eighty-seven. The tenth of February. Okay. My mother knew they were coming. When I told my mama that I had cured my thirteen AIDS patient, she said, "They gonna get you. They gonna get you." Man. What makes you want to do a documentary about Doctor CV? I think the story. So they come knocking on the door and should knock on my door and put me to jail. But the funny thing about it, I was happy. I was very, very, extremely happy. When everybody in my office was crying, I was happy because my mama told me they were coming. And I knew that I had sufficient evidence to prove my position. Not only scientifically, 
So, while I was in jail, I'm saying, I wonder what defense they would have against me. would like to know. But I didn't blame the Attorney General, Mr. Robert Abraham. Because why should he accept from me the statement that I curated him to compel and blind him when no one else has ever made those claims? The man had a right to arrest me. But he was making a I asked three questions. Chemical affinity is an electrical transfer. Chemical affinity. The body could only accept what it is made of, not something new or alien to it. Last Foreign question. to it. <laughs> Your Honor, is it a fact that the father of medicine, Mr. Hippocrates, the man that established the principle of medical science today, cured every disease known to man. Did he use herbs or chemicals? She said, herbs. I said, thank you very much. Mm. I rest my case. Okay. Go ahead. So I understood that the state were unprepared to defend itself. Pay attention. They were unprepared because in the past there was 2,000 the perpetration of a fraud is so important. Cases that came before continue. the Supreme Court and lost. To, I want annihilation of nations. Not only did I prove scientifically, but I had the diagnostic sheets, and I do have them today. And I do diagnostic sheet didn't come from me. They came from their schools, their American credit accredited medical accredited schools. Were did I read it correctly? Where there was some requirement for you to that whenever you make a statement that goes against the grain, you better be prepared. You better be prepared. The judge said that I had to bring one of everything outside his own clothing store in Los Angeles. Tributes from NBA star the See Hustle gunned down in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness. Paramedics worked frantically to keep him alive. Bystanders are in shock. Are you serious? is very well respected so this is a huge loss nipsey hustle's stunning death is trending number one the gunman opened fire at close range then way car as soon as news broke about the shooting fans gathered here outside the store and they're eric holder was formally charged today with the murder of nipsey hustle two counts of attempted murder the two men that were standing next to him and a count of with a firearm as a very famous attorney Christopher Darden, who was the prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson case 24 years ago. Darden entered the courtroom a little after 2 o'clock and spent nearly 35 minutes with his client in the back room. There were times when he did his best to hide his client from the cameras, but Holder, who's extremely tall, was in clear view of the cameras that were pointing at him. Holder's bail was set at $5 million, and he will be back in court on May 10th. Outside of court, Darden, when I asked if Holder's people reached out to him, he said, I have to catch a plane, and then he hustled a comment. Who drove Holder away from the crime scene, who has been talking to police, will she be charged? He said, no comment. We want to make sure that everyone who's responsible for the murder of Nipsey Hussle is brought to justice. That lady, she's a getaway driver. 
A steady stream of people continue to pour in and pay their respects. In the courtroom, the famous lawyer... deputies to protect you and solitary confinement and O.J. Simpson attorney, goddammit, that's, that's presidential protection. Pay attention. In what I can only assume to be a pro bono representation. My bro, man, I've been missing, man. 20 plus 20 plus 20. They know what that means. Posted this. They're alleged to be very, very close to Nipsey Hussle and his family. I'm going to read this, but this sounds like the story of what really was supposed to be at the store that day. It was not planned. He wasn't doing much. was chilling at home when he got the call from a family friend that was just released from prison after 20 years. Nip being Nip had an idea while talking to him that he wanted to get his friend some brand new clothes and shoes so he would look clean when he united with his family. So Nipsey offered to meet him at his store to hook him up with several new outfits free of charge. Nip decided not to call the security because he had already given them the day off and he wasn't expecting to be at the store that long. Eric had just got out of jail and was walking around trying to get his music heard and passed around. He spotted Nip in the parking lot. These two go way back, so he decided to ask Nip if he would listen to his music for critique and maybe do a song with him. Nip had several children around, all very small, so because Eric had been labeled a snitch and did not want someone spotting him there and retaliating or maybe even endangering anyone around him, so he told him no, he could not help him with his music. Nip saw the hurt in Eric's eyes when he said that, and again, Nip being Nip, he offered an olive branch by telling him if he wasn't a snitch, he could bring back the papers to prove it, and his name would be clean, and he could see what he can do to help him with his music. Eric seemed cool. He bought himself a burger and left. 20 minutes later, as Nipsey is getting ready to leave, Eric comes back walking. People saw it, but didn't think anything of him because he was coming no. back because they all heard the Nipsey tell him to get his papers, so they thought that's what he was doing when he was returning. He approached an open fire on everyone. The guy who had just got out of prison that day after doing 20 years was hit and also his nephew. No one had anything on him. What people in the neighborhood are saying may have happened is Eric probably had his ill feelings toward Nips for a very long time. You know, jealousy, envy, love, hate, etc. And saw the opportunity where he saw Nip without security. Nipsey always rode with security because as much as he loved the neighborhood, he was not stupid. There's a video of Nip explaining in full detail the danger of making it and coming back to the hood. It's just this day I was a spare of the moment decision to visit the store to help out a family friend. Nipsey was talking about employing the friend to one of his businesses as Eric approached. So Eric asked Nip for help, noticed the security was absent, and decided to take advantage of it because he probably probably would never see that happen again. Caught slipping because his man could have to rely on because the LAPD was terrified it would cause a gang war was that within an hour after Nip was announced, three of Eric family members had been, and that night three more were. If you go to Young Mouse video on his YouTube. So what the police was terrified of, the media did not cheer, anchor with me, because they did not want a gang war to start, but within an hour after Nipsey Hussle was announced dead, three of Eric Holder's family members had been murdered. And that night, three more were murdered. That is a total of six family members of Eric Holder's that had been murdered. I say that it was a very bad decision someone made. If you go to Yuck Mouse video on his YouTube channel, it will confirm it. On that day, Nipsey died. Also, his family members were killed. All gangs were looking for him. So LAPD had to put a gag order on the family's murders. And that is why they released Eric Holder's photo to the public. So past, we wouldn't even found out. looking for him and to flush him out. Yes. LA put a gag order on those families. With the police did. That's why they released the photo and told him on TV to surrender because they were trying to scare him into surrendering so no one could capture him alive. So when LAPD tweeted that all hands were on deck to find Eric, that was real. They were in panic mode over bodies dropping and trying to get him before he was found by the very determined gangs. The Rolling 60s have created what they call 60 days, 60 nights. They prepared to do him or whoever daily to get him even if it took two months. There was a person that was hiding him but got so terrified of they forced him to leave. Eric purposely got seen at the mental facility and gave his real name and stopped his family from being. These reports saying Eric had been 
There were rumors saying that Eric Cousin passed away because they had the same type of resemblance. But the green light was activated once again for all the people in jail. The Roller Sixties did not care about if it's a blood that does something to them. They just want them out of here. Nipsey was loved by all gangs in the area. Even though Nip wouldn't condone the violence, the streets is going to be the streets. It's the code they live by. You can share this if you want, but do not give out any of my information. So yeah, like I said, man, all of the theories and all of that, it didn't make sense to me. I mean, it just shows that one person was tripping. Like, he was just, he just caught has been released from a witness at the location. So Nipsey's final words were, okay, you got me, I'm good. Fans are so- Gameplay. Do you fucking hear this? faces if you want to yeah they'll smile but once you walk away trust me the insides is like psh. but anyway i'm not gonna say last one i'm not gonna say all but i'm damn sure gonna say 99 of them and the one percent that doesn't that's still a lot of most when monkeys in a cage or being displayed at, at, at the zoo like like how it used to be anywho Anchor with me, Zelina Carpenter. We're going to talk about a very, very important person and a significant loss to the world, his family, his friends, his fans, and the rest of us. The Nipsey Hustle. May he rest in peace. I don't think that people are really paying attention to the significance and the harm that society is doing to our psychological well-being. I don't think that we have a society that is competent enough to understand that there are many uh, diagnosable and undiagnosed mental health issues. But we can talk about it as only to one. Many people can relate with soldiers, grieving parents, trauma victims, post-traumatic stress disorder. And just so that you people know, this affects even young children that are traumatized. So when you think about that, don't isolate it to one particular class, one particular group of people, race. It's this this is something that is uh, boundless, okay? And so when we hear often that something has happened to someone or someone has passed away and they're a celebrity, we are just as psychologically affected by that as if 
we perhaps knew someone. Maybe not on such a significant level because it's, it, it's, we, we don't, you know, it's kind of difficult because even for celebrities, they are a part of your daily life. So it's kind of foolish to even try to say that they're not a part of your life when they actually are. Um, many people listen to music uh, to get them through a lot of moments in their life. Conceiving children, deaths, births, uh, events, holidays, graduations, and celebrations. Music is play music is a big part of that. Anchor with me, people, because Anchor FM speaks for itself. We need to constantly be fed in audio or visual. We just need that. But if we are consistently fed a negative one, we are going to be traumatized by that over and over again. And so, yeah, maybe we're going to do good for some time. But then it's going to come to a time where we're not doing as good as we were doing. And in that event, it's going to be very important that we maintain some grounding and we understand that we as a community need to be able to depend upon each other for healing. It, even in the least, if you can't do nothing for anybody, it's to respect a person's privacy and their space. And we don't have even a society of law-abiding professionals that even comprehends that, accepts it, and adheres to it. Gun violence has taken the lives of so many people. And so we've had many people protesting. We've had whole school, high school, at the massacre. Nothing changed. Because we have an attitude, an ideology that is coming from leadership, that is enabling, that is pacifying, that is encouraging, that is distorting, that is creating a paveway. For these sorts of individuals to be able to come and pone in and to have a space to invade upon others. And if that is not substantial trauma that you are posting on a person, I don't know what else it can be. So many times we are told, oh, if a person's a criminal, if they have a felony, they can't have a gun. I'm always perplexed by that because I'm always thinking, okay, here I, I don't like guns. Okay, it's a historical thing with my family. And um, being a descendant of Creek Nubian native, it's important that I have a responsibleness and a consciousness as well as a self-capacity to be able to utilize myself and the world that I'm in to protect and even in some instances to be able to defend myself. Because what we do know is that the police always show up after. They're not saving nobody's life during the process. It's, it's just not happening. Okay? If anything, someone else is losing their life. And so where, where, where are we getting? Because now we have more people in society that are suffering post-traumatic stress disorder. And the victims that die are, don't have to live with the pain. They, they, their, their, their body is no longer and the soul has left. And so now you have a family of people and friends and a body of constituents that loved someone, a human being. And these emotions cannot be pretended and cannot be hidden. There's some unconditionalness to love. And even if you try to run from it, it can be hidden. And so what I'm always thinking is why is it people allow the opportunity to be able to line up why can't we just be able to defend ourselves equally? Each of us have the equal human right to self-defense. 
Because then that is going to discourage a person who, before they even get an opportunity to develop into some sadistic, pathological, serial killer or a compromised individual that can be manipulated or masterminded into going out and working the conduct into action because some people can't get their hands dirty so they go and get someone else that don't recognize their worth. And they know that. And they know that the person has no conscious ability to understand the consequences of their actions at that moment until they are faced with the reality. And so the rest of us just have to continue to hurt, be in pain and grieve, sustain grievances upon grievances because the system is not competent nor cohesive enough. Uh, it's great at punching and criminalizing, sodomizing and stripping you, but it's not a reliable structure. And we see that it is not reliable. It has no willingness to be reliable or to coddle anyone. It has one interest, to monetize or to create a bond of a debt. And so anything that interferes in that process is seen as a threat against that structure. And so then that structure in its modern capacity utilizes its new systematic approach in mishandling and managing their problem that they had with a group of people or an individual that they see as a threat to the interests that they have. And when a person sees that you are a threat to the interests that they have, it's limitless. And what they are capable of doing to stop you, which is to annihilate you at all costs, even at a celebratory memorial for you. Uh, of course, I'll do it. Because I'm only going to give that murderer three counts. But I'll give an actor who's craving for a little bit of attention when it is cultural of this individual and if I have the multicultural competence that I should as a professional working out in the public that should be able to cohesively serve a diverse community. And you know the difference between a crime being committed and a person wanting attention. Yeah, you're not really interested in the defendants or the people that are accused suspects assisting or aiding you in harming a victim or turning a victim into an assailant or into a criminal. Who is going to trust a system like that that keeps it defenseless and armless and quiet? Who should? Anchor with me. Selena Carpenter here.